so I'm Claire Trokes and I manage the brain bank that we have here at the Institute. Um, so this is a brain bank of human postmortem brain tissue that's available for neuroscience researchers to use in their projects. Um, we have a variety of different diseases, um, lots of cases of dementia, so neurodegenerative diseases, also motor neuron disease, some of the psychiatric diseases, schizophrenia, um, some cases of autism, Down syndrome, and importantly also what we call control cases, so people who have died of something that didn't affect their brain. So there's a lot that people still don't understand about how the brain works anyway, and also importantly sort of how it ages healthily. But anyone using tissue to investigate a disease obviously wants to be sure that what they're looking at is really relevant to that disease and isn't just seen in, in all brains or as a consequence of ageing. So we collect tissue from all around the UK. Uh, people can give consent themselves or their families can give consent on their behalf. We will collect the tissue and we will store in sort of various types, so frozen tissue which is really useful for extraction of DNA and RNA and proteins or fixed tissue so if people want to use antibodies do immunohistochemistry they can ask us for fixed tissue from all, all areas of the brain we collect the whole brain and then sort of divide it up into the, the relevant parts that, that researchers might be interested in. Well, I guess when people think about organ donation they don't necessarily think about brain donation. No. It's, it's almost like it's got, I don't know whether this is a personal thing but it almost feels like a different kind of decision to make donating your brain yeah so I know a lot of people find it a strange thing maybe a, a little bit like hearts as well you know there's mm. a more maybe um I can't think of the right word you know people <laughs> there's something about the brain I guess it's, yeah, it's really your control center and, and things yeah. yes and people are you know that's where your soul is and things like that um so it is a difficult decision we we find actually a lot of people sort of say to us well I've I've got this illness and it's taken over my brain and it's not my brain anymore, so please take my brain and, and try and find out what's gone wrong. That's a really, you know, interesting perspective. Um, this is slightly different from organ donation because it is just for research, so it is a different type of consent. Um, that's something we, we do have to remind people of sometimes, that just having an organ donor card doesn't mean you can necessarily give for research. Um, but the we do work with the tissue transplant coordinators. They know about us and that this is another option for people. Uh, we also work with coroners and um, lots of other sort of people involved at at this time to to offer this to to persons who are interested and want to help with research. So, give us an example of a kind of human treatment issue that has been solved because we have a brain bank. How, how are they kind of? nice public engagement stories so a lot of what we understand about these diseases in the first place are things like alzheimer's disease parkinson's disease lewy body dementia motor neuron disease have come from looking at human tissue most of these diseases it's only humans that get them so we wouldn't understand what was going on unless we could look at people's brains and see under the microscope oh that's changing that's not supposed to be there or that's doing something it shouldn't do and from that people have been a able to develop animal models or cell culture models to sort of understand more and test therapies and things which eventually will will go back to the human disease so we haven't obviously most of these things we haven't got a cure yet which is really frustrating for researchers and for patients but you know, we really need the, the tissue to understand the disease at all and to see if any of the potential therapies could, could come through. And people where 
the disease has been caused by a genetic mutation, although those cases are very rare, they're actually really important because from learning about why a mutation in that gene causes a change in that protein, causes a, di- a disease in, in just some people, can actually tell us about the disease in, in everyone else as well. That's what we call sporadic cases. So it may seem like oh, we're concentrating on just a few people with a very rare mutation, but that could inform sort of treatments for, for lots of other people. And if people are listening to this from a, the academic setting here in Denmark Hill or from the NHS are interested in finding out more, what do they do? Um, so we they can look on the website, the King's College London website will search Brain Bank, you should come up with us, or um, there's also the, we're part of what's called the MRC UK Brain Bank Network. So all the, to, to help um, with researchers who are maybe looking for very rare tissue or very specific cases, we have actually all joined together and we put all our cases onto a central database. Everything's anonymised, so you can't tell who the donor is, but it means that people searching for, for tissue can actually register to have a look at that database and see exactly where tissue is um, yeah, so there's various ways of, of getting in touch with us or they can email me directly. And what we really want to do is make sure that what we're doing in the first place when donations come in is what researchers need. So if people have an idea and they think, oh, I don't know if I can do that or if the tissue will be useful, please talk to us because it might mean we can change some of our protocols at the beginning that mean it could be useful for them. <laughs>